What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Howdy, everyone. If you enjoy the show, join our free Discord. Link in the description and chat with the cast. Please leave a review and consider joining our Patreon for behind-the-scenes content and more. Tears start at a dollar, and even that helps us out. To stay up to date with episode releases and more, follow us on Twitter at Riffway Podcast. Good evening, Rifters! This is Rift and Rules, the 5e D&D podcast where we go through the many 5e books and talk about various rules to enhance your gameplay experience. I'm Remy, Dungeon Master and a player on the Riftwake podcast. I'm Mitch, a player on Riftwake and a D&D enthusiast. And today's topic is Disintegrate! Mitch, are you familiar at all with the Disintegrate spell? Uh... No, I'm more familiar with it from the disintegration gun from Duck Dodgers in the 24th and a half century. Duck Dodgers in the 24th and a half century! I was about to ask if you were familiar with it, but apparently you are. <laughs> oh, now I gotta lock on you with my disintegrating pistol. Brother, when it disintegrates, it disintegrates. Huh, well, what do you know? It disintegrated. <laughs> God, I fucking love those cartoons. Disintegrate is, I don't know, it exists in a kind of strange area in D&D in that it is arguably one of the most powerful and also versatile spells, and yet I don't feel it actually gets enough love. So I still feel as powerful as it is, and even as relatively well used as it can be, it's still underappreciated. Now, the biggest downside to the spell, of course, is the fact that this is a 6th level spell. So, it is only a very rare number of games that are even going to get characters of a level where you can make use of it. But, damn is it good. So, action to cast, 60 foot range, uh, sorcerers and wizards spell lists, uh, instantaneous duration, dex save uh, if it is targeted against a character. So 
A thin green ray springs from your pointing finger to a target you can see within range. The target can be a creature, an object, or a creation of magical force, such as the wall created by Wall of Force. A creature targeted by the spell must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, the target takes 10d6 plus 40 force damage. The target is disintegrated if this damage leaves it with zero hit points. A disintegrated creature and everything it's wearing and carrying except magic items are reduced to a pile of fine gray dust. The creature can be restored to life only by means of a true resurrection or a wish spell. This spell automatically disintegrates a large or smaller non-magical object or a creation of magical force. If the target is a huge or larger object or creation of magical uh, creation of force, this spell disintegrates a 10-foot cube portion of it. A magic item is unaffected by this spell. And then at higher levels, when you cast with a higher level spell slot, the damage increases by 3d6 for each slot above 6. So, first thing first, the pure combat, combat applications of this spell. 10d6 plus 40, 40, is a massive quantity of damage. So that means, in theory, if you were to roll perfect sixes on all ten of them, that is a hundred damage that this spell is potentially capable of doing. Isn't that the same as power word kill? No, no. Power word kill is automatic death if you have less than a hundred hit points. Ah. Yeah. And honestly, the number, power word spells are probably something we'll talk about at some point in the future. But also, power word kill is a ninth level spell, so even harder to actually make use of. But disintegrate as a sixth level spell is rare to get to, but can actually come up in games. So this is something that some number of D and D players are honestly more likely to actually come up against than power word kill. But the so there is also the fact that it is a single target spell. So it is not AoE. So for a sixth level spell, that is pretty significant, as well as the fact, though, that for a single target, that is a stupidly high quantity of damage. And the fact that it is force damage is also a very good thing, because that is one of the rarest resisted damage types. So unless you have a character that has, you know, a magic item that gives them force resistance, it's generally speaking going to have the person take that full amount of damage far more often than not. But in addition to the damage itself is the namesake of the spell, that they are disintegrated if it reduces them to zero hit points. Now note that phrasing because that's fucking important. It does not say if you kill something with this spell is reduced to zero hit points. It specifically says if they're reduced to zero hit points. So no death saving throws. No anything. If it reduces to zero hit points, their body ceases to exist. And then only a resurrection that is capable of creating a new body is the only way to bring them back at that point in time. So that makes this a very dangerous spell and also a very powerful option for like if you're in a world where resurrection is more common, 
then it's not actually that hard to get to the point where you have resurrection magic available to PCs and NPCs alike. But if you also have Disintegrate thrown into the mix, it gets much harder because then Revivify is no good, Raise Dead is no good, Resurrection is no good. It is only ninth level fucking spells that can actually revive a person at that point. So Disintegrate is one of the best mid-level defenses against a Resurrection-capable foe or for a bad guy against resurrecting PCs. What about reincarnation? Reincarnation is one of the exceptions, because for reincarnation, you only need to have a piece of them to be able to resurrect them. So if you prepare ahead of time, if you know this is a possibility, you might just like have a pinky toe cut off and just store it with your party druid. But the thing is, this is something that can be DM decision. Like, do the ashes count as part of the person for the sake of a reincarnation? Or do you need to actually have some portion of their body cut off ahead of time? Like, that is something technically a DM can decide. I'd probably allow it. I actually would not. Like, I would say that the disintegrated dust is no longer a part of the person. Like, I'm normally actually a fairly giving DM. Oh, you probably need viable DNA. That would make sense. That's the way that I would think of it, yeah. So exactly how, you know, people might want to prepare for that. Like, that's the kind of thing that I want to see in my own games is like, okay, if you know that disintegration is a possibility you might face, what are you going to do about it? Do you just like invent a magical blood bank where you can just keep some DNA stored somewhere? (laughs) Like, what are you going to do? Like, yeah, it really is just kind of questionable on how you might go about it. And not to mention, you know, there is the common magic item chest of preserving where you can technically, you know, use that to preserve any, you know, blood or body parts or whatever that you might come across. So there's a few ways that you might be able to make use of of, uh, reincarnation, but standard resurrections are just not sufficient to counter disintegrate. And that alone makes it dangerous as hell. However, it doesn't stop there. It is not just a powerful combat spell, although it, of course, is that. The other aspects are the reason that I feel that Disintegrate is underappreciated. Because, yes, people will use it in combat, but the other aspects. So, the target can be a creature, an object, or a creation of magical force. So, creature we talked about, object... So that would mean, then, that if you were to just target the ground, for example, uh, because the ground is definitely a gargantuan thing, that would disintegrate a 10-foot cube portion of it, per the description of the spell. So, instant pit trap. So, you can definitely, or like, let's say you're on a bridge fighting someone, and then you just disintegrate the section of bridge under your enemies in a 10-foot cube portion? What if the bridge passes the deck safe? (laughs) Well, that's the thing. A creature has to make a deck safe. It is an automatic hit on an object or creation of magical force. 
Nice try, though, bitch. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to take but that question seriously. It's me. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> anyway. But, so yeah. Instant trap. Instant bridge collapse, depending on, you know, the situation that you're in. Getting through a wall, like, even adamantine technically is not actually a magical metal. It's just stupidly durable. So even if you had, like, the bank vault that we, you know, use in a lot of our examples, a 10-foot cube is actually a rather large area. Um... Shoot, I didn't mean to do that as a pun. I apologize. Um, but yeah, 10 foot area is a lot. That's going to get through most defensive walls. That's going to get through most vaults. Most anything is not going to have more than 10 feet of material between you and the next level. So getting through that with a single spell that is cast as a single action? That is dangerous and versatile both. But then we go into the creation of magical force side of things. And that is where things truly can get interesting. So they do actually call out specifically the Wall of Force spell in Disintegrate's description. And Wall of Force is one of the very few spells in the game that is immune to dispel magic. It is immune to all damage, but disintegrate is quite literally the only spell that is capable of destroying a wall of force. It is the only thing in the game that is able to do so. And it's not just that one spell where that is the case. It's also a fact that disintegrate is able to destroy the spell temple of the gods it's able to destroy the artifact orbs of dragon dragon kind can only be destroyed by a disintegrate or a plus three magic weapon there are so many things that are only affected by a handful of things that does include disintegrate hell the magic item a cube of force also uh, gets charges drained when a disintegrate is casted by, against it. A uh, resilient sphere is destroyed by a disintegrate. There are so many things that are only affected or destroyed by a disintegration. So it is very powerful. And the fact that it is only on a wizard and sorcerer spell list is one of the other just few downsides is that there aren't many PCs that do have access to the disintegrate spell. And yeah, there are ways to 
you know, have like a bard or, you know, other characters that might have a way to get access to another spell on their spell list. But for the most part, it really is not on that many spell lists of that many PCs to have access to it, even again, disregarding the fact that it's a sixth level spell and rather difficult to get to in the first place. So just to also talk then to the magic item side of things. Most spells do have uh, the ability to get made into magic items, although that is, of course, a DM decision on whether they want to have the ability uh, to have any spell or just specific ones. That's hmm, actually that probably could be an episode in its own right at some point. Note to self. Uh, anyway. So there are not a whole lot of magic items that actually grant the ability to cast Disintegrate. Uh, I am aware of two, and both of them are legendary items. Uh, so first off, from Eberron Rising of the Last War, there is the Beholder Crown. A legendary item requires attunement, uh, but yeah, lets you cast a bunch of spells, including Disintegrate, and even then, it only has enough charges to let you cast Disintegrate once. And then there's the Ruin Blade uh, from Infernal Machine Rebuild. So that one's uh, canonness is a little bit more debatable because I want to say that was one of the charity books, but I might be wrong on that one. I honestly don't remember. But that lets you cast the Disintegrate spell once a week but only targeting a non-magical object or creation of magical force. So a little bit more limiting. So there is no like wand of disintegrate to just give you some amount of castings of it, which is a bit debatable. Because, I mean, if you can have, you know, a helm of teleportation that has that seventh level spell, then reskinning something like that in order to grant access to disintegrate a little more easily. I would say it's something that a DM can choose to do, but I would honestly debate whether that is something that should be done because of just how goddamn dangerous that spell is. Again, as much as I really do love this spell, like it's up there on my personal top 10 list, like, I, I don't think I would give it top three, but I would definitely say it's in the top ten for me. The ability to just destroy a body, destroy an object, besides the power aspect, I do want to hammer in the versatility. Players can come up with crazy shit that you just do not conceive of, that you just do not plan for. And honestly, Disintegrate is one of those spells that I think that players can get a lot of interesting use out of because, like, if you do have, you know, the secure location and they have, like, let's say they're of a level where they have a single sixth level spell slot, so they have a Disintegrate, when are they going to choose to use that? Like, do they use that to get through the outer wall? Do they use that to get, like, to just, like, blow a hole through the king's bedroom like from above or below and just make their bed fall through the hole like you know in a 90s movie like there's no limit 
to the things that you can do with creative application of this spell. And as I mentioned so very often, just things that do have creative applications are some of my favorite things in the game. And just to give uh, one just minor fun fact about just how useful the spell is, uh, have you ever heard the name Acerorak? No. <laughs> That's not terribly surprising, but it is one of the more infamous uh, creatures in the game. Uh, have you ever heard of the Tomb of Annihilation? I think so. So, Acerorak is the dude who built it. Uh, he is what is known as a Demi-Lich. Uh, but anyway, he's real powerful, real interesting, but you have actually seen his picture. When? Uh, I was trying to get the picture up enough for you to see it and go, oh, that guy. Well, I had to ruin it for you. No, my com my lack of speed on computer ruined it for me. Does that picture look familiar? Vaguely. Dude. What? <laughs> it's, he's the dude on the fucking cover of the 5e Dungeon Master's Guide. I don't have the Dungeon Master's Guide. Uh, all right. I have the player handbook and that's it. Okay. All right. Fair. If that's the case, then fair enough. Ha! Scorn withdrawn. <laughs> No, but the point being, yeah, Sararak is the lich on the fucking cover of the Dungeon Master's Guide and a very significant character in the lore of D&D. &D, and he has Disintegrate on his spell list. Uh, yeah, I didn't mean for that to drag on so long to get to that point. <laughs> Sorry. But I really do like Acerarak. Honestly, I'm probably just going to do an episode on him at some point in the future, too, just because he is an interesting character. So, uh, speaking of monsters, though, are you aware of a monster that has some um, access to disintegration? Hmm. I feel like we talked about this at one point. It's definitely something that I've talked about. Although the episode recorded was with Nathan at the time. So I might have heard it. I'll give you a hint. It's me wanting to talk about a monster. I just said Beholder. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't actually <laughs> hear you say it. But yeah, yeah. Beholder! <laughs> yeah, I remember for when it failed every single attack against us. Oh, uh, goddammit. <laughs> Still irked at Nathan about that. <laughs> But yes, beholders have a disintegration ray. Can you tell me why that's actually more dangerous? Uh, Even though theirs does less damage, but is I would say is more dangerous. Recharge, maybe? I don't, I don't know. Correct. It doesn't have a recharge. Every single goddamn round, it's able to fire a disintegration ray because as a monster, a beholder, does not have spell slots to worry about, and the fact that it's not the actual spell, but rather the disintegration ray, that they can just fire round after round after round makes the beholders even more versatile, 
and the fact that the lore of the Beholder mentions that they actually have more control over the ray, so they can disintegrate, like, 10-foot cube portions of stuff, but they can also carve out, like, tunnels and, like, little... Like, they can narrow the beam more, which is really neat. And that's actually how Beholder layers get made, canonically, is that a Beholder just uses their disintegration ray to just carve out their own layers. That's kind of what I was thinking. I mean, it would make yeah. sense. But it's also just neat. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to use a shovel if I have a laser that disintegrates everything. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, that would just be a massive waste of time and effort. But that also is kind of cool to imagine that, like, so a beholder's disintegration can be used to just make it suited. So they can literally make the tunnels just large enough for it to go through so that larger creatures wouldn't be able to chase after it to keep them safe from things like, you know, dragons and krakens or whatever large creature might be problematic for the area they're in. But, yeah. So, even though it is less damage, just 10d8 instead of the spells 10d6 plus 40, still really, really dangerous, and still has the reduced to fine gray dust at zero hit points. <sighs> in summary, Disintegrate is a powerful versatile spell that is honestly a lot of fun but also is something that i do feel should get used more in most D games so whether that is by having them fight having players fight against a creature like a beholder fight against a higher level spellcaster or if you just are in that lucky few that do actually get up to that tier of play just consider making more use of disintegrate in your games Thanks for listening to this episode of Riffs and Rules. Please leave us a review and give us five stars on iTunes. Also, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash riftwakepodcast. Tiers start as low as a dollar, and even that much really helps us out. Supporters get benefits such as behind-the-scenes content, early access to episodes, access to a monthly hangout where you'll be able to chat with the cast, and even input on Riffs and Rules topics. Find us on social media on Twitter at riftwakepodcast, on Facebook as riftwake, and you can send us an email riffs and rules at gmail.com that's riffs a and d rules at gmail.com what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health shop now at hero.co